Tonight, the monumental development on whether Donald Trump, or any future president for that matter, will have to face accountability for alleged federal crimes committed while in office. Special counsel Jack Smith and his team are pointing to a similar move that was employed in the U.S. versus Nixon case, where the justices rejected then-President Nixon's claims that he was protected by presidential privilege. Joining me now is Carl Bernstein. He, of course, along with Bob Woodward, broke the Watergate scandal and knows quite a lot about that saga. So, Bob, what do you think, though? Or Carl, I'm sorry. God. Happens all the time. (laughs) 50 years of it. Mistaken for Bob all the time. Carl, what do you think happens for this country if this court, which we all know is very conservative leading, which we all know Donald Trump appointed three justices on, what happens? if they rule that he does have immunity? What precedent would that set? Well, it would set a precedent that the president of the United States is above the law. And I think the odds of that happening, given the Nixon precedent, uh, are somewhat dim. You would have to assume that this court, which actually has been quite unhappy and vociferous in some instances at the way Donald Trump has railed against the judiciary, uh, decided against him, Uh, ordered him to turn over his tax returns, has not been very favorable to him. Uh, I I think we can perhaps expect that this is going to be a judicial consideration based by the justices on their reading of the law and precedent. Uh, Maybe an exception might be uh, Clarence Thomas, uh, who probably ought to uh, recuse himself, but probably won't. But, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. If, indeed, Trump is upheld in maintaining that he is above the law, that executive privilege holds in this instance, that he's not subject to the same laws and the same procedures uh, as other citizens of the United States, then, of course, some of these cases are going to go away. But not only will some of these cases go away, but the majesty of Nixon versus the United States will disappear. What about if the other thing happens, if he is not found to be immune? He's running for president of the United States. There's potentially going to be a trial in the spring on this matter. Uh, What would that signal about how this next election will go for Trump? Um, I think we need to step back. Let's look at the wide view. We are an extraordinary moment in American history in which this former president of the United States, an accused criminal, is the subject of so much of our cultural debate, of our political debate, of our debate on almost everything having to do with politics in this country, with culture. And we've never quite seen a phenomenon like Donald Trump. And now we find him engaged with the highest court in the land. He's already engaged with the Congress. So we we have a situation in which we have a country that is fixated, and the media, and social Uh, media, which is fixated on Donald Trump to an extent that no former president, even Nixon, has ever been the subject of. And so we have to look at a phenomenon that we don't know what this, this means for this country. What we know is that this accused criminal, this former president of the United States who was accused of really sedition the first American president to be accused of sedition, to undermine the very electoral system that he was sworn to uphold, that he could become the next president of the United States. This is is a moment unlike anything. Let me just talk about Richard Nixon for one second. Richard Nixon was also an ex-president who dominated his time 
as an ex-president, Gerald Ford's presidency was held hostage to some extent by the whole issue of, of him pardoning Nixon. So we have a precedent where an ex-president yeah. uh, takes the attention of the nation away from, from but, other things. But it strikes me that, I mean, it, this is a case that, if there's going to be a case that weighs whether a former president should be held accountable criminally, it is on this matter. It is on a question of whether that president sought to overturn a free and fair election. So uh, this is a this is unlike I think the Nixon case. This is at the heart of uh, American democracy in some ways. And and actually speaking of that, uh, just over the weekend, I'm sure you've heard Trump repeatedly over the last few days talking about, I guess you could say, joking about uh, wanting to be a dictator for a day. But he doubled down over the weekend. Take a listen. I said I want to be a dictator for one day. But the New York Times said, and you know why I wanted to be a dictator? Because I want a wall, right? I want a wall, and I want to drill, drill, drill. We know that Donald Trump is an authoritarian. There's no, nothing new about this. And that's one of the issues in, in this coming election. Does the United States want an authoritarian president of the United States, such as we've never had in our history, with the possible exception of Donald Trump? And, and I should say, he claims that he's joking. But to your point, this is something that Trump flirts with quite a lot. I think it's more than a flirtation. Yeah. I think we need to look at the man, his life, his record, going back to when he started in business as a con man, uh, that, that we need to look at his record as president of the United States. Let's look at what happened on January 6th. Let's look at what happened in the run-up to the election. Let's look at what happened to many things during his, his presidency. This is not somebody with great respect for the rule of law or the Constitution of the United States. But at the same time, uh, I mean, if you look at the polls, it's, if you're being generous, a coin flip, whether Donald Trump becomes president again if he faces Joe Biden, the American people could very well choose Absolutely. someone with all of these characteristics, someone facing these criminal charges, someone facing these civil cases as well. This is potentially not a case where the democratic process prevents uh, someone like a Trump from being in office. Absolutely. The question of, you know, of whether an authoritarian can win the presidency of the United States, uh, we've seen evidence that, that probably it's very possible. He won the first time uh, that he ran for president of the United States. If you look, the great issue around the world is becoming the future of democracy. Look at the numbers of countries that have moved from democracy to autocracy in the last 5, 10, 15 years, and not by coup, but by democratic choice of voters. We indeed could be in, in that mode in, in this country. That's one of the great questions. This election is not just about Donald Trump. This case is not just about Donald Trump. It's about the people of the United States and what they choose in terms of leadership, of their values, their political values, their moral values. And we don't know the answers to these questions. We're going to find out. We know it's, it's probably going to be a very close election. Uh, Trump is certainly uh, in, in amazingly good shape for someone given his record and his deeds. And, uh, and we'll see where this case goes and where his campaign goes. And someone facing the un really unprecedented legal uh, troubles that, that he is indeed facing. Carl, thank you very much for joining us tonight, you. as always.